If you are persistent, you will get it. If you are consistent, you will keep it. Consistency is one of the major keys to success. It requires profound dedication and hard work to churn consistent results. Consistency brings smoothness and clarity to the path leading to the goal. Because only when there is consistency, there is no contradiction. Consistency is needed in all aspects of life. And you are now listening to Crowned with your girl, Fancy Patrice. We have made it to the last episode of 2018. I am so ecstatic. I just want to take a moment and thank you guys for allowing me to be transparent and to speak my truth and my story. You know, when I first started this podcast, I wanted to walk in my power and walk in my purpose. And I feel like I have met that goal. I want to thank all my guests that have come on the show to speak about their story, to talk about ways that they got through some of their trials and tribulations. And I want to thank all of my active listeners for allowing us to be vulnerable in their speakers or wherever you may listen. Being consistent was a theme that got me through all of 2018, whether it was with overcoming fears, professional aspirations, mental health, and stability of relationships. Being consistent allowed me to make the moves that I wanted to make. I hope my podcast inspired some of you this year because we are royalty. This is the place to wear your crown. Come on, y'all, let's turn up the sound. Uh, If it's slide and put it on back, yeah, that's right, put it on track. This is the Crown Podcast. So guys, we're just going to jump right into Fancy's Thoughts. As always, a lot has happened in the world, so I will start with some entertainment news. Aquaman came out sometime around Christmas, and it's really good. If you like Infinity War or Black Panther, you will like Aquaman. Um, Pretty much some aqua person came to shore. She found the keeper of the lighthouse. They fell in love. They had a baby, and the baby has to protect his people and the people of the world. That's pretty much all the movie. It's action-packed. It's going to keep your attention. And one thing, you know, there are some black characters and we all didn't die at the beginning of the movie. (laughs) So that's a good thing. Another movie that came out on Netflix was Bird Box. It's a phenomenon that has just kind of swept the nation on social media with the memes that are hilarious. I'm probably in the 10% of people that did not like the movie. Sorry, it wasn't good to me. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I encourage everybody to watch it for themselves, to be their own judge. It was scary to me. It was weird. I had to pay a lot of attention. It was like a dark, gruesome movie. It was predictable to me, you know. But it was another movie where the black character did not die in the beginning. (laughs) I guess we should count our victories where we can. At this point, there were some ironic and metaphors in the movie that I did like. But other than that, I can't give you a takeaway. The internet has, of course, no chill. And they have many takeaways. You know, walk by faith and not by sight. (laughs) Snapchat even has a filter on their the bird box challenge so who knows where that could lead yahoo released a statement saying netflix bird box is really about how white people don't want to see racism people are stretching okay 
stretching. It is what you want it to be about. Who knows? All I know is I'm still unclear at how you go five or six years, however long it was, calling them children girl and boy. <laughs> that tickled me. <laughs> if I had to get my brain to think about what the movie was about, I would say it's about how we expose ourselves to different toxins in the world because it's easy, accessible, bullying, trolling on social media, you know, watching things that we shouldn't watch, whatever, whatever it is, you know, what we see or read leads to the state where we're in. In the movie, it's depression, suicide, whatever. But that is what I would take from it. Okay, let's keep it rolling. B2K is coming out with the Millennial Tour. The dates came out December 30th. Everybody is excited. You know, there is a dress code, so velour, jersey dresses, <laughs> anything from 2000, which I want to give it to about 2009, I'm going to say is appropriate to wear to the concert. <laughs> I need Free and AJ to host the show. I want Bow Wow to be added. B5 came out and said they should have been on the tour. I forgot that they were there. They had two songs, but I'm here for it. Y'all, what about IMX? And I forgot about them. I think Marcus Houston is the cousin or the brother of Marianne. I don't know. Janae Aiko, she could come back because I first originally heard of her from B2K because when they came out, I remember she was Lil Fia's cousin, something they made up. <laughs> It might be true. I don't know. And um, the boy that did Tipsy. Uh, can't think of his name. Jaquan. Yes. We will have a complete show. Everybody born in the 90s and late 80s, we are ecstatic about the concert. So everybody who is listening to the podcast, millennials out there, royalty family, I hope y'all ready. Your coin is ready. Tickets go on sale January the 4th. And 7th is like public sale. We in there. Okay. <laughs> in preparation for the tour, I have went back and listened to the B2K album. Mario, Lloyd, everybody. And in my opinion, B2K albums are not the best. I don't care. I'm going to sing every lyric and hype them up like I'm at the Scream tour. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> y'all go back and listen to them. It's really difficult. But at 15 or 16, I love them. <laughs> I don't care. Mario's music stands to the end of time. It's very classic. It's really good. His albums are good. And so is Lloyd. They're very good albums. But we can debate that later. I, as y'all know, I'm still going to be in the building. And I'm still going to be like, uh-huh, tell me how you working it. I don't even know if that's the word. <laughs> So, of course, I saw this information on social media, which is a wonderful way to communicate with friends. It is amazing if you're a business owner or entrepreneur, but it's important that you learn how to use social media effectively. So, I used to fast from social media because it would just take so much of my time and I needed to get things done. But that's because I wasn't using it effectively. That was until my friend showed me this feature on my phone. So if you're an iPhone user, you have this feature. I'm not sure about Android. It's in your setting and it's called screen time. And it helps with downtime. It helps with app limits. So downtime, you can schedule time away from the screen. Actually being in the moment. You know, not using your phone at all. And you know, we all have our phones nowadays. 
There are app limits on there. You can set time for your apps is what I'm talking about. So your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Snapchat. I am allotted 15 minutes to do what I need to do. Whether it's responding to DMs, whether it's responding to comments, some type of interaction on my social media. I got 15 minutes to get it done. It doesn't lock you out. You can set a passcode if you need to go back in. Mine just simply asks me, you know, you've used your 15 minutes. Do you want to continue for another 15 minutes or do you want to ignore the limit for the day? And you make your option. I usually just choose continue with 15 more minutes because I've already saw that my time is up. I finish what I'm doing and I'm off. It allows me to take control of why I'm there to make my post to do what I need to do and keep moving. That way I'm not scrolling all day because social media takes up so much time. People post constantly. And I do follow quite a bit of people because I find their pages to be interesting, some type of service to me, or just my friends that are living their life to the fullest and I want to hype them up in the comments. Whatever the case may be, you know, I'm not scrolling all day. And I just think that this is an amazing feature that allows you to see areas where you can improve because it gives you like your daily statistics and also over the past seven days so if i even spent too much time on youtube or safari even in text messages y'all it'll tell you like you spent 23 minutes messaging i'm actually looking at my now you spent 19 minutes on twitter you spent 30 minutes on a podcast you spent 22 minutes on Instagram. That's my daily intake statistics. So it's amazing. It'll help you control areas where you need to scale back or areas where you need to be more present. So that concludes Fancy's thoughts for 2018. We are closing that chapter and walking into 2019. You guys, my message for today is don't be afraid of rejection. Speaking of social media... There was a podcast program that was advertised on all social media platforms and a lot of podcasters went out for it. We received emails about a week ago informing us if we had been invited to participate in a program or not extended the invitation. I wasn't extending the invitation. However, I received an email that informed me that my show reached the top 5%. I was ecstatic because... If you think about it, let's say it just said there were thousands of applications and yours reached a 5%. It did not specify how many applications were turned in. So hypothetically, let's say 25,000 people turned in an application. 5% of that is $1,250. So my podcast made it to the table with the other $1,250. How amazing is that? It didn't specify how many people were accepted into the program. It could have been 10. It could have been 20. It could have been 100. I do not know. All I know is if I did not try, my name would not have even been in the hat. Even though I didn't grab the top spot, I know that my work was reviewed. And one more person that sat at that table knows my name. I pulled a seat up to the table against podcasters that could have been podcasting for a long time so with you it might be a job you know people are in their positions for long periods of time you might feel like you don't have the same experience as them but you still should try just to put your name at the table pull your seat up and get everything your heart desires and even when you do not find the beauty in the rejection
Be humble by the experience and understand that your grind does not stop. Value the passion in your work and understand that people see you for what you are doing. You know, Gary Owens recently made a post on his Instagram about this where he stood amongst his comedic friends and he said that they stayed the course. They worked in really bad clubs for about $200 a night, which they thought was good at the time. And here they are standing amongst each other as millionaires. They stayed focused. They stayed true to their craft. And they didn't worry about anybody else around them. But most importantly, they overcame rejection. And that stood out to me because it reminded me that every great before us has probably been rejected. We just finished talking about reading our Forever First Ladies Becoming book where the President of the United States did not win the senator race. And here he is. He overcame that rejection, that loss, and he became the President of the United States. <laughs> How amazing is that? I know that rejection is not an outcome that we all desire. It's a creator of embarrassment. But I want you to understand that positions, jobs, and people can be taken away. But determination and passion cannot. Focus on your passions. You know, ask yourself, are you phrasing your goals in terms of what you don't want? Because it's important that you focus on how you want to be. You'll be more successful and you'll be able to accomplish your goals. Make sure you have a constructive narrative. So learning how to improve self-confidence is important because that's where you unlearn what the fear of rejection has taught you. And you'll be able to evaluate limiting beliefs that suggest you lack value. So once you make them concrete, you'll be able to challenge them and they'll start to lose their power. You'll also be more willing to accept advice from others. Have you ever tried to give advice where something you're really good at to a friend and they become very defensive? Or it may be you that has become defensive. Be willing to accept those opportunities to learn. It's okay to not know it all. Embrace not knowing. Tell yourself that you are capable of handling both the good and the bad. The feeling of rejection sometimes creates an unending vicious cycle that your mind plays on yourself where you start to question some of your ability, which leads to fear of asking for help and opportunity for your ego to get in the way. You know, redefine the meaning of rejection. When you're rejected, that does not mean you're unlovable, worthless, that you'll never get the position that you desire. Rejection doesn't have to carry that much weight if you do not allow it to. And my last point that has spoken to me and assisted me over every area of rejection that I have experienced, remember that you will survive. You will survive another end of a relationship if you want to. Okay, for all my single people out there, <laughs> you'll survive another job that doesn't work out or a friendship that no longer fits. I want you to challenge yourself to imagine how would you overcome the scenario to find happiness again? I promise you that the light is at the end of the tunnel and you can see the glass half full. Find the beauty in rejection. Figure out how you can improve the different things that you want and pull a seat up at the table. It's yours, baby. So guys, we are finally at my favorite segment of the show, Righteous and Ratchet. So I saw this and thought it was perfect for my topic of discussion today. And it reads, there are times we feel like people left us out when God kept us out. Open doors are great, 
But thank God for the closed doors too. How amazing is that? You know, when I read it, I thought about divine protection because, you know, we talk about all the things and the beauty of rejection, but to know that God got your back, sometimes being rejected might be your safety and security. You might not need that drama because, you know, God knows it all. You might not have needed to go to that place because something was going to happen. Like, he protected your peace and your sanity. How beautiful is that? It just made me feel like my destination and purpose is in his hand. And just because one door is closed, another one will open. And I know that every door doesn't fit our purpose God has for us to fulfill. Ooh, okay, I hope you all were able to receive something today from this podcast, closing out 2018 and stepping into 2019 with a renewed and refreshed spirit. Know that every day is another day to start over. And I will see you guys in 2019 in Crowned. There is a major announcement coming up in the next week. So I want you all to make sure you follow Crowned Podcast on Instagram. So you are the first to know this announcement. Crowned is spelled with a zero because it means infinity. Okay, guys. See you next episode.